Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. Love is not always justified. Love can be wrong. Hi, this is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context. I want to talk to you today about the subject of love because I see this word and this emotion is used uh, very loosely. So let me ask you a question first. Is love ever a wrong justification to do something? Is it possible to love the wrong person? Is it possible to love in the wrong situation? Is it possible to love the wrong thing? Well, I think the answer to all those is yes, because God warned us about loving him above all. So we should love the Lord our God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind, and all our strength. So if you get outside of that, I think that as uh, human beings and as believers especially, we have the capacity to love uh, just like we might have talents or we might have resources and how we use those things can either be to glorify God and to bless our lives or not glorify God and not bless our lives. For instance, Timothy tells us that the love of money, not money, but the love of money, loving money, is the root of all evil. Now, that the root of that word love there is phileo or the brotherly kind of love which is not a bad love. It's, a, it's, the, it's the kind of camaraderie you have when you connect with somebody. Uh, I think if phileo is taken out of context, it becomes a soul type, becomes a bondage where you're connected to somebody in a way that is not healthy. But phileo is a healthy love. It's a brotherly love. It's a kinship. It's a, I want to serve you. I want to help you. I want, I want to bless you your life type of love, but there's gratification in it too. It's not necessarily a sexual love or a lustful love. Uh, two men or two women could have phileo among themselves and it can be a totally uh, healthy thing, okay? So that is a proper type of love. Now in 1 Corinthians 13, where God gives us 13 verses and several descriptions of what love is, he does use another word, and that is that word agape, what we commonly define as the God kind of love. I guess to make it very simple, it's love that is non-possessive. It's love that has the other person's uh, betterment in mind. Uh, you know, love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not jealous. Love does not brag. Love is not arrogant. Uh you know, when people get in fights about love, it's it's not the agape type of love that they're fighting about. It's that phileo type of love where they have taken offense over something, maybe something legitimate, maybe not, or even uh, what we'd call an eros love or a fleshly love that I think even has certain uh, uh, positive parameters inside the right relationships, namely marriage, okay? Now, the reason I bring this up is because so often, as when I served as a pastor, 
I heard when I, when somebody would be in a sexual sin, let's say fornication to young people or maybe not so young, they would say, but we love each other. And uh, number one, that is not justification. Number two, it's not true because the type of love they were talking about was self-fulfilling love, okay? If they love God first and loved each other in concordance with that, then they would not be outside of God's law on how they express their love. Uh, we see this over and over again. We see it certainly outside uh, the church world today when it comes to uh, uh, homosexual behavior. Many people, even Christians, said, well, they just love each other. Uh, they're not hurting anybody. Okay, wrong on both accounts. Uh Number one, on hurting anybody. Yeah, they are hurting each other uh, because they are contributing to sin that will separate them from God and unhealthy sexual behavior. Number two, they are hurting somebody. They're hurting God. They're offending God, okay? number, And then the former is, no, they really don't love each other. That's what lust is. Now, maybe they have a phileo love. Maybe they really are drawn to one another. Maybe, but that doesn't give them the license to sin and then call it love. Okay. Maybe it's just pure lust. Maybe there's no phileo involved. Uh, and certainly that is entirely possible. It's possible in a heterosexual relationship. Why would it not be possible in a phileo relationship? But either way, uh, if it's done outside of God's providence, which in a homosexual relationship would be in every situation, then you really cannot truly call it love. So we've got to have biblical definitions for things. And I've literally had people in my office, you know, I'm not a counselor. I don't pretend to be a counselor. Uh, I think I can diagnose things and you know, my common practice as a pastor was when I was trying to help somebody or work with somebody, I would try, if I if I indeed was their pastor, I would try to get a bead or a bearing on what was happening and, and then get them in the uh, company of the right people that could walk them through this. But often what I would do is I would just have them read the scripture. They'd say, well, I just really love this person. I'd say, okay, let's read 1 Corinthians 13. After a while, I learned I'm not going to read it. You're going to read it. You read it to me rather than you listen to me. And you tell me if that's what you have. You tell me when you are committing fornication or adultery or whatever you were doing, you tell me that that's what you were doing in 1 Corinthians 13. And you know what? Most of them, I can't ever remember a situation where they did not uh, you know, have to blink and they would have to blush and admit that that's not what they were doing. Now, sometimes they'd say, yeah, but I really do love them. I'd say, well, but you weren't loving them when, when you were doing this. I can't argue that fact. I don't know. You know, I'm not God. I don't know those situations. But in our culture, more frequently, uh, we hear this excuse or justification. Well, uh, we, we just love each other. Therefore, that justifies it. And so I think we need to understand that just to love somebody or love something in the broadest possible terms does not make it right. The love of money is the root of all evil. You can love the wrong person. We've seen people, you've seen people be infatuated with somebody, connected to them in a soul tie, in a very unhealthy relationship that they call 
love. That's not God's love. That's not agape love. Okay, that's self-fulfilling. That's what they want. That's possessive love. That's self-gratifying love. And we just need to be clear about it. And, and the Bible is very clear. And we can go right there to 1 Corinthians 13 when he talks about uh, what love is, what God's love looks like. And God's love is not possessive love. God's love is not demanding love. God's love is not I've got to have you type of love. God's love is a type of love that he showed for us. You know, God didn't love us because we were cute, okay? God didn't love us because we could gratify him, okay? God loved us because of who he was, and he decided to redeem us. That's agape love. When we, when we love people like that, where we can sacrifice our cells for those people. And actually, the argument could be made and should be made in a, in a proper Christian relationship that if you really do love that person, then you will not entice them, induce them, or participate in any type of sin, let alone sexual sin, and masquerade that of love, okay? Sex is not love. Sex in the Bible is the result of love, and the result of love is a lifelong commitment called marriage. Let me say it again. In the Bible, sex is not love. Love is marriage, and sex is the result of marriage. It's fulfillment. It's loving. It's a way to express love in marriage, but it is not love. It's that phileo and then even that eros, that that fulfillment and then wanting, I think, in marriage to fulfill that other person is certainly valid, but it has to be done in the context. So let's be real clear. When someone says, well, they love each other, so that makes it right, <clears throat> wrong. Number two, well, it's not hurting anybody, <clears throat> wrong. You, in other words, you've really got to say, you know what? I am so arrogant, I am so smart, I know more than the God of the universe, and I know that the way they say they're loving one another is not hurting them, when God says, you know what, it is hurting them. It's not just hurting them eternally, which is painfully obvious to a believer, but it's even hurting them in this life. You know, I call this podcast Leadership in Context. So one of the things as believers we have to do is we've got to put things in context of the scripture and call those things out. I had a young man come to me one time that had caused some trouble in the church. Uh, after church one day, he was convicted, I guess. And he came to me and said, well, I want you to know that I'm sorry and I really do love you. I said, no, no, you don't love me. And I, and I handed him 1 Corinthians 13. I said, I want you to read this. I said, that's not how you've acted to me. I said, you have sentimental feelings for me because I've done nothing but good for you. I've been kind to you. I've been patient with you. I've blessed your life and you have a sentimental attachment to me, kind of like a filial love. And you feel guilty because you violated that, but you haven't loved me and you're not loving me now. And uh, the proof was he got angry when I said that to him, Okay. Let's define things in the context of the Bible. Love is not always justified. You can love the wrong things and the wrong people. Okay? This is Keith Ducey for Leadership in Context. Hey, I want to encourage you to let this uh, go out to somebody else, share it with somebody else. Maybe there's somebody you know 
if this could really be a blessing and really be a help to you. Blessings. Today, Keith had a discussion about love. To love someone or love something in the broadest possible terms does not make it right. We have the capacity to love in a way that glorifies God and blesses our life, or to love in a way that does not glorify God and does not bless our life. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to put leadership truths in the context of the local church. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. For show notes or to ask Keith a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.